action. Salisa, so um, amazingly, in less than 24 hours, you look like you've lost three, <laughs> three or four pounds. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. How did you do that? Um, Amazing. What kind of workout are you doing? Uh, the sit and do nothing workout. So that works for you? Because <laughs> that doesn't work so. for me. Well, apparently so. Is it because you drink a lot of water, you think? Um, and probably because my... Um, uh, metabolism, metabolism is super because fast. I'm, uh, yeah, because my muscles. Shape. So you burn a lot of body fat? Yes, exactly. Because you're in such great shape? Exactly. Isn't that a contradiction of terms? I don't even know what we're talking about. You realize that you could turn this bantering around on me at any time because people like the bantering, I believe. Okay. You're not very good at bantering. No, I'm not. You always make me do all the work. Yeah, I do. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and, and layperson, Lisa layperson Lisa show. <laughs> well, since Lisa doesn't care about bantering, let's go on to oh the Wednesday and the first week of Advent, which is the Feast of St. Andrew Apostle. Apostle. Mm -hmm. Lisa, take it away. Uh, first reading is from the Book of Romans. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart, and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth, and so is saved. The scripture says, no one who believes in him will be put to shame. There is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all, enriching all who call upon him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how can they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone to preach? And how can people preach unless they are sent? It is as it is written. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. But not everyone has heeded the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what was heard of us? Thus, faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the word of Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Certainly they did, for their voice has gone forth to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. The word of the Lord. So the responsorial psalm, the judgments of the Lord are true, and all of them are just. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The decree of the Lord is trustworthy, giving wisdom to the simple. The judgments of the Lord are true, and all of them are just. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The command of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eye. The judgments of the Lord are true, and all of them are just. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true, all of them just. The judgments of the Lord are true, and all of them are just. They are more precious than gold, than a heap of purest gold, sweeter also than syrup or honey from the comb. The judgments of the Lord are true, and all of them are just. Alleluia, alleluia. Come after me, says the Lord, and I will make you fishers of men. Alleluia, alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All right, Lisa. So what are you thinking here on the Feast of St. Andrew the Apostle? 
Uh, well, I think um, how Peter and Andrew just um, left their life and went and followed Jesus, and I think that's what we're called to do. Right. So this this first reading from Romans has a a, a large to me evangelization flair to it, Lisa. Okay. Where it's talking about um, all of the things that we should be doing, including going out and sharing the good news. Mm-hmm. And so so when we when we receive the gospel, right, we have to believe what we've received, right, mm-hmm, right. and then we have to go out um, and teach that as well. Which is sort of, I'm not getting it quite right, but one of the calls of the diaconate. Oh, okay. Right? Um, and so all of us, when we hear the Word of God, are called to receive it, make it a part of who we are, and then go out and act share it. it. Right. And mm-hmm. I think this act of receiving the Word of God, right, we need to be more intentional mm-hmm. about how God is speaking to us as we are reading the Scriptures, and then even more intentional about how we're actually actively going out and sharing that, which is probably the part that people struggle with the most. But if I'm being honest, if you're in a deeper relationship with God, right, and you're hearing his word, it will compel you to go out and share him, Mm -hmm. right? If you are really drawing closer to him, then you're going to be compelled to share him and to do things that the Spirit wants you to do that maybe otherwise on your own you would not do. Well, and I think Lectio Divina could help you really listen to what God is trying to tell you to because sometimes when you read it quickly, you don't um, absorb what is being said or maybe something doesn't jump out at you the first time, but maybe the second or third time it does. And most of our podcasts are sort of like the first step in Lectio Divina, right? Where we, what kind of word jumped out at us? Mm Mm-hmm. And, and then what does that mean to us? Right. Right. Or what does a particular line, how does it speak to us? Can you more specifically tell people the process of Lectio Divina? Uh, well. It's a couple different formats. but Yeah. I mean, basically you read it the first time. Um, and it's actually good to do it um, like with someone else reading it. Um, so and you're you, listening. Yeah, yeah. And you can do that on USCCB and listen to the daily readings that way. And um then the second time, I think you're listening for a word to pop out, a word or phrase. And then um, the third time... What is he calling you to do as a result of hearing yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. So there's an there's a action piece, right, that, that goes to the end of that. Which, if you think about it, right, that's what I just said. We're receiving yeah, exactly. the word of God. And then what is the call to action as a result of receiving that word? Yeah, well, it's like the last part of the first reading. Their voice has gone forth to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. So I feel like that's like the voice of God has gone and um, kind of gone out to us. And then we're called to spread that to the end of the world. Right. I think another part of that too, Lisa, is, is sometimes the call to action is some change that we need to make in our own spiritual life. Oh, sure. Right. That there's something that we're doing that maybe we shouldn't be doing or that we could be doing a better job of. And so the action that we're being called to is first to take care of our own spiritual household. Yes. Right, because it's hard to take care of the spiritual households of other people and to feed them when you yourself have things to work on. Well, and I think that's what, like, the gospel says. Like, uh, they left their nets and followed him because they're detaching from their um, worldly life. And um, I was listening to something today, and it was... um, uh, I think called like spiritual detachment or something like that. So um, you just detach from uh, the things that are keeping you from God. So I think like the gospel reading today can kind of call us to do that. 
So here's my question for the leader, uh, the listeners, based on that, Lisa, because mm-hmm. I think we can be we can selectively detach. Oh yes. Okay. But there are other areas where when Jesus walks by, we just ignore him, right? Mm. Um, because we're not living out a life that's consistent with what he's calling us to. Okay. And maybe it's in a family relationship. Maybe it's at work. Maybe it's in our marriage. You know, maybe it's at church. Mm-hmm. I mean, any and all of these are are, are are areas, believe it or not, where Jesus is walking by and he's saying, follow me. And we're yeah. like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, like we said in the la- last episode, I want to I want to stay mad mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, I have some some things that are built up. Yeah. Either way, I think today the Lord is calling those of you who are listening um, to examine those areas of your life where Jesus is saying, follow me. And Advent is a great time to do that. Yeah. And we're maybe still turning the other way. Mm-hmm. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Lisa. See you next time. Bye.